Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, welcome everyone. We got another special guest on the podcast today. It's number 117, Ludwig, Ludwig, Ludwig. Ludwig. Ludwig Agren is in the building, man. Thank you so much for the time. I know you're a busy, man, so appreciate it. Let's, let's dive right in. How's it going? I'm doing good. Happy to be 117. Honored in a way. Yeah, it's a hey, listen. I wish I, I've just dis- honestly, I've discovered you've I've come across your stream. I've been hearing mm-hmm. your name. It just kind of you're just you're, your trajectory is high, man. You're blowing up. You're, you got Matt 20,000 concurrence easily on Twitch right now. Uh, things look like they're going well for you. So, you know, again, I said thank you for the time. Let's dive right in. And, and my podcast is mostly poker players. There's some other, you know, Twitch gamers, other kind of stuff. But give us a little background since it is mostly poker centric here. What is what, who are you? What do you do? Where did you come from? And, and, and how is Twitch so popular right now? What's going on? Uh, you know, a little bit of luck, good timing, some good stuff there. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I just have always focused on YouTube and variety. And, you know, I originally came from Super Smash Bros, tried not to get too pigeonholed in there. And the variety stuff worked out through like a bunch of different things. I guess that's how it always is, you know, a bunch of different things along the way. And, and then here we are now. But I've known about you, Jeff, for a while. Well, I'm honored, man. I, I know I, we we followed each other on Instagram and, and then I, I shot you a message and was just checking in. I saw you did have some poker success. So I would spend mm-hmm. a little bit of time. What's your poker understanding background? I think you took down a tournament somewhere. Can you tell me a little bit about that and, and what your poker experience is? Yeah, I would say it's a little cheating because uh, it's uh, the tournament I took down was a uh, sponsored one with ACR with only streamers who okay. mostly were pretty inept. Um, and I've taken it down a few times, actually, because of that. But. Uh, I've been playing poker since college and, uh, and I watched it, I think when it was probably like the golden era of poker on Twitch, you know, uh, I watched, uh, Ustream then, uh, uh, Jay Carver did Kevin Martin. I used to watch Kevin a bunch, um, back when they had the house together in Canada with Calgary, wherever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's when I super was into it. And then I was watching those streams every night. I was like the first thing I really watched on Twitch and uh, it was because I was actually, I don't gotta get in the weeds of it, but I was, I was like running an illegal online poker group. <laughs> uh, but you know that doubts back in the yeah, day, man. Jeff. You know statute of limitations. Yeah, we can edit We're that. We're fine now. We let it out. What did it post? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was you know maybe illegal is a strong word. Maybe it was yeah. A yeah. Great area, the the rake was for the people at the end of the day. And you right. know, and look at the studio and what you got now and where, where you're going. So yeah, yeah it's all that's in exactly. the background. You got some background <laughs> in poker. You have some experience. You like mm-hmm. it. And, and speaking on college, I believe you went to Arizona State. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you did graduate. I did graduate. I did graduate. Nice. That's good. I mean, I, this is the thing now. I feel like Twitch, they're giving scholarships for different games and, lead, mm-hmm. and, and esports is blowing up. It's such a crazy world. But it seems now like so many people that I know, at least in this world, that poker or esports are kind of dropping out. Or they say, wow, I can make money or this is fun or I'm doing this and they don't finish. So, you know, that's uh, that's that's awesome. That oh, you go ahead. Yeah. And, and I had maybe a thousand subscribers on YouTube in college. So to drop out with that would be quite brazen. I, I <laughs> didn't have this. I guess the YouTube success to even attempt that idea. Well, again, we uh, let's take a look here. So we got, you know, your your YouTube community over a million. You know, you got you got highlights uh, pouring out here. You got your your <laughs> Twitch is over one point five million. You know, we see your Instagram, uh, you know, Twitter. You're very active. Can you tell me a little bit about your team and what what goes in place here? Because are you I mean, I imagine you stream and then are, you're not doing your editing. Do you have a, a team editors? Do you have a manager? Like what, what all goes in to your 
uh, the team to make things happen for you? Yeah, sure. So I have, I have two editors cause we upload daily. And, uh, and so they, they, um, every time I stream, we'll download the stream and edit it and upload it. And so, uh, I do all the titles and thumbnails cause I kind of like forming how it looks. I think it's kind of important. Um, but at this point, it's probably I'm probably not the best guy for the job. I'm just still kind of attached to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then everything else, um, I kind of just do. The only other thing I have is uh, I've I hired my my friend and roommate Slime to do all of my like tax business stuff because uh, let me tell you, it's important, and I didn't care about it at all, so I never did it. Right. Um, and by never did, I mean I shouldn't pay my taxes for a while, and that's a problem. That's a problem, Jeff. I gotta let you know. Don't know if you figure this one out yet. Just a pro tip from a, from one streamer to another here. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's that's my team. I guess we got a team of four. De- death and taxes. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get mm-hmm. your stuff organized. Those things are they're, they're definitely gonna happen at some point. Well, sounds like you're you're, you're moving fast. And you kind of you know talking about when you were at Arizona State, um, great place. Actually, I, I love Arizona, and it's a, that's I know that's a fun school. I don't I don't even have to ask. That's mm-hmm. probably you had a good time there. Did you find it? Was it hard to to do classes, find time to have fun and, and party? And when what when exactly did you uh, get into Twitch? When did you decide you were going to start streaming? Yeah, I was like into it, but I wasn't really doing it until after I graduated. I think I did the same thing a lot of people currently do, where they make an excuse for why they shouldn't start yet. Right. You know, like a lot of people are like, should I wait to start until I can do it full time or should I wait to start until I have a better setup? And whatever the reason is, I made it at the time. So I never started until after I'd graduated. Um, the only thing in college that really helped out a lot, I would say, is uh, I, I, had, I was in a comedy club mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it was time consuming and a bit exhausting, but pretty rewarding and ended up, I think, helping out a bit. And, and, uh, talk about that a little bit with just starting. Cause I, for me, you know, streaming poker, same thing it was very difficult, especially mm-hmm. with having to be out of the U S playing some of the sites and traveling around and doing the setup and all that stuff. And it's so hard to start, you know, same thing, like where my stuff is now, my, my, even the editing, the logos, the camera, the equipment, the microphone, all these things, right. If everyone yeah. look around and they walk to you or me and like, look, we got nice mics, right. We got cool stuff. You got a, you got a nice background. Things are like proper, but to start, yeah. you know, it's like hard to hit that button, go live and know you're going to have no one watching. And you may think you could, you have an app for it or you could be good at it, but it's just, it's a difficult road that doesn't happen over one day. What, what, uh, what advice would you give to people in terms of that? Like just, you know, to, to get going. Well, it's uh it's a skill, you know, you can't just uh, jump into the Sunday million. Uh, it's a little bit foolish, a little bit ghoulish. So it's a skill. Even if your setup ain't the best, you'll get better at it. And then when you get to the point where, hey, I can buy a mic now because I've saved up, at least you'll be better at the whole streaming thing than if you would have never have done it and then got the mic and the camera, but you're still bad. Why is it important to spend money on things when you're bad at what you're going to do? I don't get that. You should work on the skill first. Hone the craft. Right. I, I, I agree completely. And what is your, I know you're a very humble guy from what mm-hmm. I've heard. And, and I, I can already tell, I can usually tell in a minute or two of talking with someone. We actually <laughs> never spoken before. So again, thank you for just coming on. And yeah, and for I sure. Didn't... I mean, again, I like, uh, I think poker was uh, really formative for me. I think uh, all those guys back in the day who kind of all left and have come back briefly, uh, they were, they were huge on Twitch. I was sick and uh, I hope poker comes back in a way like that again. Well, listen, man, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, it feels like a mini second boom. There's uh, you know, Michigan just passed. That's my home state. Now mm-hmm. there's real money being dealt there. 
uh, Nevada, New Jersey, there's Delaware, they say Illinois, like there, you know, New York and Illinois and, and Kentucky are on it. Like at some point, yeah. it's crazy, right? That you can gamble in other areas of the world. We're in the U S there's daily fantasy. There's sports betting is now federally legal, but poker, which is way more skill than any of that. It's just like so backwards that it's, you know, it's kind of frowned upon. I feel like the negative yeah. stigma is starting to be lessened. People are starting to understand it more and uh, it's sort of becoming less serious. And I think that there will be an opportunity. I think it's going to kind of open back up, but um, yeah. And actually just, just curious what you thought, think about the delay. So when you stream poker, then I guess we stream, you play this thing. You yeah. The delay is tough. Cause like, that's something for me. I usually have a five, six minute delay. Some of the tournaments, the timings, it's kind of hard to really, in a way to handicaps your stream, to connect. You talk to someone, you have a conversation, they ask something, then you got to like follow it back up or, you know, you can't really, it's bizarre. What do you, what do you think on the delay stuff? And, and is that, is that a problem for you? Like, would that be annoying for you to stream poker and have a delay? I've never really used a delay. I, I maybe a couple times I did like a minute or two, but for yeah. those tournaments I do, it's only influencers who are all sponsored to be there. So I think okay. the idea of them stream sniping me, even if they do it, I mean, they're, they're clowns in a way. So it's right. okay. like That's way different, right? If it's yeah. in there and they're all streaming kind of live and it's an understanding you're having fun and it's, it's for a thing. Yeah. Different than playing, you know, like a real money cash game or a big tournament. And exactly. Yeah. Scouts on or at some point, you know, it doesn't. And so like I've done my own tournaments as well, where I invited like a bunch of friends who uh, played smash. And um, actually, if you just look up Ludwig poker smash uh, on YouTube, um, those videos did pretty well. And that, that was cool because I think that was kind of unique where, uh, yeah, the 1650 one, it's right there. Um, that, that was unique. I think because it was like, Decently high stakes game with no delay at all. And I didn't realize how unique that was until we had done it. Um, and, it and it was and it was a lot of fun. But then there's another problem in that you still can't look at chat even if there's no delay because there will be people who will talk about other hands and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, the delay is a problem. I don't exactly know the solution for it. I know it's there is one because um Whole, I walk, you can put your whole cover your whole cards and take it on and off kind of yeah i know that uh the whole cards covering i still think is not the best solution i think the delay is even better but but like i think the product of streaming poker is sick because inherently the farther you get into the tournament the the higher the stakes the more exciting it is right. and it's uh and it's so unlike anything else i mean it's like making it to the top final three of like a like a battle royale and that's part of why battle royales would pop off is because you know there's this inherent stakes that increase. So I, I think it's it's inherently great in that sense. I do think it struggles because of the delay, but even right. like a recording of someone playing through a tournament still is exciting in a way. So I think it's not the worst thing in the world, really. For sure. I, I, I agree completely. A lot of you are here. I see questions getting put in the chat. We are going to give you guys a chance to ask. I'll try to take a few at the end uh, here. And if you guys want to ask, I'm going to give away $100 in BTC today. So get a, get a retweet out, get a question, whether we answer or not. Uh, you will be eligible. Now I'm going to give someone a hundred bucks in BTC at the end of the stream, which will do the giveaway. Uh, so yeah, guys, get that in, get your questions in. I see a lot. Hopefully we'll get a few. Uh, let's, let's dive into then your, 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 your rampant success. How did, uh, w- what happened from when you started, you get out of college, you know, you, you get on, uh, what, for you, is it something you just loved? And it was like, you, did you really not look at the numbers or, and it was it like steady for a while at a hundred to 300, 400 viewers. And like, what caused do you think to, to just kind of rock it at the trajectory you you're out on what what was there a specific 
stream event, a host, mm-hmm. a raid? Is there a moment or just consistency and, and just sort of uh, you you, just, you got the right skill set and tools for it? Yeah, I think growth is uh, is not very linear. It's kind of like, you know, there's a catalyst and then it'll be flat for a while and then there's another catalyst. And uh, and that's kind of the idea. So you just have to make sure that you do enough things that that there will be a catalyst to jump you. And I think there's only three ways to grow and it's it's a collab. It's a big event and it's through outside sources, you know, whether that's uh, originally my growth was because I would grow my YouTube channel and then people would come to Twitch. And then it was uh, because I did some big events, you know, um, whether it was like Pokemon week or um, when I made a music video. And then, you know, obviously now I'm big enough where I'm able to stream with people like Corpse or Technoblade and that will grow the channel itself. So it's easier for me now, I'll say, to grow the bigger, get bigger. But uh, those are the main three things that have worked for me. And and, uh, and and tell me a little bit about why Twitch, because, you know, we saw Ninja w- went over to what Mixer, Microsoft mm-hmm. tried this. They, they paid a big amount of money. I think some other main name streamers at the time, I guess that that platform, they it didn't work out or they, they shut it down. Is that right? Or I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, no, they got shut down. Yeah, they, they they lost a lot of money, Jeff. And Microsoft said no shot, shut it down. And they paid out Ninja and Shroud in full. They, they made out like bandits. Wow. All right. Well, interesting. So let's talk about what is working YouTube and, and, and some uh-huh. people do the multi, can you hear me? No, you're good. You're good. The, uh, the multi, you know, multiple streams at once. I know some people do that and talk about why, uh, Twitch oh, yeah. what other options are there. And, and YouTube, I think, you know, being partnered, obviously like we're partnered on Twitch, we can have subs, we can do these things mm-hmm. and there's contracts. Is that at some discussion though, do you, how do you break that down and decide, you know, and, and consider some of the other platform options? Let me tell you, considering other platform options is smart. And multi sounds smart. Jeff, I'm not that smart. I just picked Twitch because I was like, hey, that's where I watch poker and smash tournaments. So that's where I'll stream. That's where you you stream on Twitch. Right. It wasn't really a viable option to stream on YouTube, I think, even three years ago, four years ago when I was getting started. Right. So, uh, you know, maybe it was there, but it wasn't big. No one was big doing it. So I, I didn't even consider anything else. You right. probably should. Uh, but I'm not the guy for it. That's like a Devin Nash, you know, Harris Heller question. The nerds. I, are- I honestly don't know either. I just know for poker, yeah. that's what everyone does. And it's like, it's nice to have the, the Twitch sponsored by uh, partner and get, get sub, uh, have that option. I think that's sort of an exclusive. I was just curious if um, for gaming, if that was like something right now that if it was like a competitive thing, I really am not as familiar with YouTube, but I think YouTube is definitely popping off and it's growing very quickly. And I think it's a very viable option. Super yeah. viable. I think uh, pretty much everything else is kind of a meme. Um, and by everything else, I mean, Facebook, but right. maybe it'll, maybe it will be less of a meme. You know, at one point, YouTube was a meme and Twitch was a meme. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not an innovator, but you, you, people in chat might be. And that's the road you can take. It's a crazy time to be alive. I'll tell you what sports cards, crypto, Pokemon, all these different alternative asset classes that are kind of happening. Mm. And, and what is your kind of uh, feeling? And, you know, you're, I, you're young, man. I'm 34. I guess you're what? 25. You're 34, Jeff. Yeah. It's old. Jeff, right? You look yeah. phenomenal. I, I, you know, I'm fresh off a workout today. I do. I feel good. I don't, uh, okay. And I have a two-year-old son. I'll tell you what poker and, and children, that is about as stressful as it gets. I'm waiting, uh, waiting for the grades to start popping in. And it's, uh, it's, it's stress, man. It is for sure and you know I'm, yeah. I'm like it's i'm like old for a streamer right like that's the thing you're saying about poker yeah or whatever like, i don't stream as much like i like to stream i can't stream when i'm in the u.s 
sure. uh, for, for the party poker who I'm sponsored by. And, you know, I, I ACR, obviously I once in a while do, and I've played and, you know, I, whatever, there's some options, but it's, yeah. uh, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it's, uh, it's different. Like 34 is kind of old to be a streamer. I think like you're in the sort of prime time. Uh, you yeah, it's, I think it is, it swings older from like the average, but I don't think it's a problem. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think it's, it's not, totally it's not, fine. Not like that guy at college party. Yeah, that, exactly. Like when, you know, so, um, no, for sure. But, uh, what is, uh, what is your, uh, I guess kind of ultimate goal passion are you able to like you want to do broadcasting i know you actually that's how you kind of got into mm-hmm. this stuff were you, were you doing broadcasting or, or for shows or events is that sort of like before you were or, or had you started twitch and then you started doing these broadcasting gigs i did some uh, during twitch like while i was already streaming um but i would say that my goal has always been to be uh, i think at least in the back of my head the largest or one of the biggest streamers um and that bar is rising so fast, faster than I can grow. Um, Cause back when I started, it was where I am now. So, you know, I, I should have been done, but now there's 16 year old kids with 200,000 viewers and that's tough to beat. I'll tell you what, that is tough to beat. So <laughs> at this point, I'm just kind of doing my thing. And uh, eventually I think I'll switch off of Twitch and YouTube, which are very, you know, um, short term, I think, um, forms of media that don't have a lot of longevity to them and uh, maybe switch over to a more conventional one. But is, is it something that like, would you be interested in what's your passion in terms of sports or would you want to broadcast or be an ES do something on ESPN or do you, do you kind of look at it like that? Or are you just kind of like you're enjoying, you love the Twitch interaction, the live sort of feel and vibe and, and yeah. kind of going, going with that right now. Or is there something that, not, like, I don't, you know, I don't have a, like a five year plan. I mean, I, I guess I do, but I, I I'm still on it, I guess I made a five year plan three years ago and it was to uh stream for five years. So I'm just doing that. I haven't thought about what after. And I think, uh, yeah, I just haven't, I haven't even put a thought into that. I'll have to do something surely cause life will have to go on, but I don't know what it'll be yet. Absolutely. And then tell me a bit about the, what, the, the challenges are sort of the, you know, I, I find, and I've been in kind of like the matrix, like a warp where, you know, like especially poker, you know, I'll stream for 12, 14, 16 hours during series or long weeks of streaming. I get kind of yeah. burnt out and then like life happens, right? You're streaming, you got all the emails. Now you got your manager, this and that they want to ask you, Hey, do this. Or, you know, I'm, I'm blowing you up. Hey, come on my podcast. Is it hard for you to say no? And and how do you sort of, uh, sort of, uh, pick what you want to do exactly? Cause it, I'm sure at this point you have so many offers, mm-hmm. so many different things. How do you kind of decide like, all right, no, I'm just going to stream here and I'm going to do some of this. I'm not going to do that. Who, who, you know, do you have a problem with that or is that something you're, you're able to do? Yeah, I think a bit. actually the bigger problem was when like a lot of collabs are happening on Twitch now. It's kind of like the meta to do a collab with a big group, whether it's Among Us or Rust or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and I was saying yes to like all these friends I made online. And then I was like, damn, I have this schedule at two, this schedule at four, this schedule at six. And when am I just going to like stream and chill with chat? And so I had to start saying no to like, the first people I had to start saying no to was like friends because uh, it basically was cutting into stream time. Right. Um, and so I just had to like not do as many Among Us groups or whatever it was. Um, and that was the main thing. I mean, I definitely get a lot of emails and I think um, DMs and I just have to ignore most of them. But, you know, in your case, I was following you because I already know who you were. So that was uh, that was easy. I, I saw it. It popped up in a more convenient spot. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. No, well, again, I appreciate it. This is a, it's great to get to know more about you. And again, we, I do want to make sure at the end, we leave some time because there's a lot, a lot of good questions. Some that I wanted to ask as well. And, uh, when you, um, and to, sort of like looking at the mental health aspect of streaming and do you ever feel mm-hmm. uh, you, how do you decide? Cause for poker, there's like a kind of easy way to cut off, right? Like I'm in tournaments. When I bust out, I go, how do you sort of, do you set a time? Do you feel the energy, how you're feeling and, and decide like, what do you, when you, when you go live, like today, I don't know, are you streaming later today or tomorrow? Yeah. So, so when you go live, do you say like, I'm going to stream till 8 PM, whatever, or it just varies every day. Or do you actually have a schedule when you stream? Yeah, I've, I've never been a, a live for set amount of time guy. I think that's the wrong way to do it. I think you have I to go live with purpose and with goals to achieve in mind or content segments to do. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just end when I am done all of my content segments. Um, and that's pretty much it. So like today, I'm going to be doing a collab with Geo Wizard. And then uh, I have to end to do a tech rehearsal. Then I have a show tonight. Uh, and then I'll do the show called Hive Mind, the one that I do with Charlie. Uh, and then after that's done, uh, I'll, I'm I'm done. You know, maybe I can play a couple of games of Valorant if that's what I was going to do offline anyway. But you know, when I do the segments, that kind of dictates how the stream goes. And and so, how would you? Someone who's watching is maybe not hasn't come across your stream. Explain what you exactly stream are you do you're doing variety just chatting you play all different t- i see you got you know you got chess here mm-hmm. on the cover like you know or one of the, the recent ones and you know chess obviously queen's gambit i had yeah. uh you know uh miss botez on recently um, and chess is fascinating to me it's a, it's one of those things that's just like kind of funny that's just like blown up again out of nowhere i love right? chess it's yeah it's a great game it is it's and especially if you know with the speed and the time of it versus like it's boring if two people don't know how to play or one someone's taking for sure but you know it's a it's a beautiful game just like poker just like uh you know backgammon these type of games they're fun they're fast and they're their skill and luck the combination i guess chess a little less luck right you're gonna lose most of the time to a yeah a player, i think that's a sick part of chess is you will probably always get stomped by a better player like i could play a thousand games against Hikaru. i don't think i'll ever beat him Right. And that it's kind of fun though. Cause you know, though too, with hard work and if you improve and study and whatever you mm-hmm. can, you can get better. Um, but so tell us a little bit about what, what, how would you describe your, your stream in particular? What are you, what, what can people expect uh, exactly when they go on your stream? Or is it just always different? Oh, I try to not do any one thing too much. Um, you know, the, the one thing I've probably done the most is Pokemon and I haven't done that in a while. And then after that, maybe, uh, among us and honestly, just chatting is the largest category for me still, but, uh, I don't like to do any one thing. I think variety is more fun. And I think, uh, if I get too successful with one thing, it gets really hard to do something else because you'll see the numbers dip and all that. So kind of like bouncing around. What is this? Someone in the, in the chat here saying number one Google search. What does that mean? Are you the top Google search or in the category or something? Do you, is that oh, you or is that uh, maybe? Okay. Uh, c- can you pull up Google images? Yeah, let's go over there. Let's figure this out. I saw. Okay. And just type. And in. then just look up tax fugitive. No, just, just tax fugitive. Okay. You can keep out the Ludwig and then images. Oh, Okay, there you go. So, you're, so what? What? What is? What is this about? Well, you know, Jeff, the thing about being live on Twitch is that you give a lot of power to the people, and uh, people with power don't um, often use it for good or for bad. They're very chaotic. They're very chaotic online. So, right. you know, they decided to make me the front page for Tax Fugitive. If you Google that one, um, wow. and that's that's been the case. So. Let me tell you, I actually did not have my taxes paid before this happened. And then after this happened, I paid them quite quickly. Wow. Interesting. That's interesting how that works. So uh-huh. yeah, it's uh, all right. Actually, well, I should enough. say thanks to Twitch chat. 
they uh, they got you, maybe bailed you out from what could have been a bigger problem later on. So mm-hmm. now, now you're organized and, and your team's got that covered. So, okay. And, and what's your, what is your uh, superpower in streaming? What is, is it, is it consistency? Like, I think I was kind of touching on this earlier, but like in your mind, and again, you're humble. I don't want you to, this isn't like, I don't want you to brag. I want you to just tell me like, what do you, sure. like, what is, what is like that you think you bring that, that separates yourself from, from the majority of streamers and why you have been able to take off like this. Well, you know, so give yourself a, a pat on the back. What do you do? Well, okay. Yeah, I'm down. Well, I think I, uh, I think I, I stream correctly. I think uh, most people who, at least when I started for sure streamed like you were supposed to stream back in the day where you just go live for eight hours and do whatever. And I've always streamed with the intention of making a good YouTube video out of it. Um, which is, uh, which is important. Cause I think YouTube is the best way to grow. If you're just looking at platforms, you know, you're not going to grow from just a live stream because how are more people going to find you? Um, you know, the way I do it, I'm, I'm just making variety content and just chatting. I don't have a top final table I can get into that I can put in my title. I, I'm just doing whatever. So, um, I think I've always done that well and always understood that that's the important, um, uh, factor is streaming for a good YouTube video. Then the YouTube video pops off. Then people want to see the process of making it, which is the stream. Right. So it all kind of, kind of ties together across on different platforms and, and everything sort of works together. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I see that yeah. in November of 2019, you set the world record for button mashing minigame domination, Mario party four. What, what does that mean? A world that's record. true. That's pretty well world record. Admittedly, it was a world record because I am the one who got the developer or a developer to, um, to create it basically. Uh, cause it was a, it was a capped game. And so I made him take off the cap, um, for Mario party. And then I was the first one to do it. And, uh, I was really good. Admittedly, admittedly, I don't think most people could do what I did. Uh, I was beaten quite shortly after by Silver Boxer in a, by a wide margin. He's a, the goat of mashing. But for a brief period after I set it up, and hey, credit to the man who sets it up, I was the first to do it, first to get there. I did get a, a world record. Very nice. That's not easy to do, man. So that's uh, that's exciting. And what is what is Twitch Jeopardy? I, I, I saw some notes on this. I actually haven't seen this, but do you host this or is this a uh, yeah a take part in? What is what exactly? It's a show I hosted. Actually, I haven't hosted it in over a year now. Um, but it was one of the first things that really popped off for me on YouTube. Uh, again, it's a, like a, an idea I created on stream and wanted to make a good YouTube video out of it. And I used you know some friends I had, some connections I had in in the Minecraft world for it. Uh, and it's basically Jeopardy, but um, on Twitch. And the only twist I had is that it was 2v2. And then the top two players would do Family Feud at the end. Because I always thought Family Feud was really fun. Right. Okay. A little fast money part of Family Feud. Very cool. And what is your uh, what is your target audience? Would you say what's your demographics? And you get your stats on Instagram or whatever. And you see Instagram, Twitch, you kind of know. What yeah. Who do you who do you who what's your main main? Course? Sure. I haven't looked in a while. I think uh, these numbers are always a little bit off. I don't know if you feel the same. Do you feel yeah, like they're they're always a little off? But uh, it has 18 to 24 is the largest and 25 to 34 is the second largest, which I think is uh, is probably accurate that I have. Like mostly probably high schoolers, college kids, um, and then definitely some above and below that. But I think uh, that eight-year group of uh, freshman high school to senior college is definitely the bulk, I think. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. And, and you mentioned Pokemon, and that's actually pretty hot topic these days. How how in tune are you with the Pokemon cards, collecting the trading and the, and the sports cards? Because I was big in it, Jeff. I was big. Yeah. I was in the game, man. Uh, but I was in it. I was in it for the love. I was in it. I was in it as an as an addict. 
Right. Uh, but I, I ran something called Pokemon Week where I got basically like seven streamers to open one vintage box, like 30K mm-hmm. a box. Okay. And everyone would open it every day and everyone could restream the opening. I basically okay. try to get myself free content and have my friends buy all the Pokemon cards. So you're part of the craze. You're part of this uh, part of the. Yeah, movie. for sure. Up, no doubt. I mean, that type of uh, I mean, that you know, sports cards again, your, your age is I'm trying to even figure out what that would be like. But I know when I was a kid, so I'm 34. When I was a kid collecting like early 90s basketball cards, baseball cards, stuff like that. And it, it was kind of, it's kind of worthless, right? Like that, that, that generation, if you go into like mid eighties, like the yeah. rookie year, 86, some stuff before and the vintage, it's pretty, pretty high end. And uh, I don't know if you caught what the Jordan 10 sold for the other day. It was uh, 738,000. This thing, this card was 20 grand, uh, J- January of 2019. So, I mean, it's wow. like talking about 35 X and a lot of that stuff's really blown up. And I, I'm just curious if you believe, you know, Bitcoin, uh, crypto and what your sort of friends and your core, like, do you, are you a proponent? Do you like the crypto? Do you think it's real sports cards? Is this Pokemon stuff? Is this, do you think that's like real value asset or are you kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think real just means like, will other people believe it? Yeah. That's all it comes down to. But I guess if you have to question it, it is not as viable as something you don't have to question. Because I don't think anyone goes, hey, is this stock market thing real? So it, it sure, it is. Yes, totally. I mean, the value goes up. People do believe it's real, but... It's supply and demand. It's really supply and demand, right? That's, yeah. that's 101. Economics. I usually don't um, think of... I don't think of Pokemon cards. I mean, it is. It, but I don't think of it as like assets. I just think of it as like like nostalgic and fun to crack. Um, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm never the guy who's going to hold them and sell them. Um, I'll just hold them until I die. And my grandkids will be very confused. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That, I, that's kind of how I feel. It's like fun too to, to sort of hold and just see what happens. Kind of like wine or get a couple boxes or have some mm-hmm. stuff. And later down the road, speaking of kids, uh, I should ask you this before we got on the show, but I feel comfortable enough to ask you. And I, I don't know. Sure. Are you uh, in a relationship? Are you single? Are, oh Yeah. What's no, I'm in a relationship. I'm, I'm, I, I, I look, I got to clickbait that sometimes on YouTube. I'm dating a cutie Cinderella. Okay. Very cool. And, and another and streamer you're, you're okay. Well guys, check that out for sure. And are you, are you, uh, this is a, you know, too young probably, but what about like kids? Do you think one day, is that something you're interested in or, you know, or no idea? Jesus. Jesus I mean, let's get deep, man. These guys, I'm seeing people I'm are 25 here. Yeah. I, uh, this is too early for me. Listen, I know, but you never know, man. Things happen. I'm just saying is that and Jeff, I'm commando right now. Cause I haven't done my own laundry. Uh, what is my kid going to deal with? I, what they're going to shit fill right. diapers nine to five. We'll, we'll catch that on this on the next podcast. Go around. We'll, yeah. we'll touch back on that. Fair Give enough. Me on the next circuit, next circuit, please, please. Yeah, we'll we'll hold off on that. Fair enough. Um, and tell me about charities. I see you raised, I believe, in one of your your tournaments, which I want to understand a little more about your hosting mm-hmm. tournaments or doing this. I think you raised over a quarter million or in that neighborhood. Uh, yeah. for charity. So that's pretty cool. What? How did you choose the charity? And and uh, is this something? How regular are you doing that? Yeah, I do charity streams every like couple months, few months, you know, I don't, I don't want to do it too much because uh, it does require people in chat to be generous. And I think that I don't want to abuse that, but um, we've done it for uh, uh, the last one was for the charity tournament, which is uh, basically for smash super smash brothers melee, which is a community I came from originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just an esport, and uh, they've been having a tough time because the, uh, the developer Nintendo is, is not the, not very kind, you know, they, they actually cease and desisted a lot of online tournaments um, because of the way that they function. Right. Um, 
So I decided to run one and I said, fuck it. If I get cease and desisted, it'd be a good YouTube video. And I decided to make it for charity. That way, if they cease and desisted, I could even make them seem more bad, you know? Right. Uh, that makes sense. And that was pretty much it. That's how it started. And people kind of got on board because if there's anything that rallies people together, it's saying, fuck you to the man. Uh, and in this case, the man was Nintendo, you know, multi-billion dollar company. And that was it. And, and when you put on the charity tournament, that's something, uh, have you found, cause I, my experience with doing events, like I did, a uh, one of the, you know, put together with Jamie Staples, we did this actually beyond the summit. Are you familiar with them? I think they're yeah. pretty big super smash. So they helped us put on this event, uh, you know, the big deal. And it was like 48 streamers, a knockout tournament where you, you get the host yeah. out. And it was, it was, a, it was, fun. I remember that my roommate actually did all the, I think OBS stuff for that. He did all really? the tech stuff behind it. Yeah, yeah. All my roommates work at BTS. Oh, great. Yeah, they were awesome. I had a really good time and being involved with that. But I mean, just seeing the process, it's very complicated to get a hold of everyone to organize it. It's not something, you know. To oh, that sounds fun. like a hellhole. 48 people. Oh, 48 <laughs> streamers teaching them like, oh, oh yeah. Some, some don't know about delay, uh, how it works. And some don't, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a process. But I'm just wondering for, sure. for, for that part of it, you enjoy organizing stuff or is it kind of tedious or just one of those things that's like, you know, yeah, like you said, you don't do it all the time. Maybe a couple oh. here. Jeff, I'm lucky. I, I Again, I have slime. And so if I have something like this that I've thought of, all I did is I tweeted it out because I was like, this would be a great thing to do. Right. And then slime saw the tweet and he's like, oh, fuck. And then he had to do the work of uh, yeah. getting it done and getting the tournament set up. Right. Right. Okay. I get it. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's nice too. And you can stream and do what you love. And then, you know, you have a a good team and that's something too. You got to have good help. You got to have good support. It sounds like you do have a really good, you know, sort of a structure with with what you're doing. And, and, and I mentioned mental health earlier and unfortunately like recful, you know, he, uh, had uh, suicide passed away. God bless, yeah. Yeah, God bless him. I met, I was, you know, met him at a, an event before and it was nice. It seemed like a really nice guy. And and you hear about this with Twitch and people get burnt out and people get overwhelmed and, you know, streaming is a unique thing. Cause you're like, you're basically talking to a camera. Yeah. There's people engaging or whatever, but you're basically kind of alone. And uh, for periods of time where you're just talking to the computer, if you will. So how do you yeah. sort of, uh, sort of find yourself to, to, to not burn out. And also when you're streaming, it's like, all right, you know, you're going to click live and have, you know, 15, 20, 30,000 people watching you. It's kind of, you know, it's a powerful, it's electric, it's endorphins, but do you kind of mm-hmm. worry, like, do you have, do you have trouble and COVID has been bizarre too. So that's like yeah. now it's a kind of different time in the world, but you know, like, let's say when things get back to normal, you know, do you, do you find it hard to think about, Oh, I'm going to go on vacation with my girlfriend or go to visit my parents or go on a trip for two weeks. Like it's kind of hard to, disconnect i would say and at least from my experience and, and others that i talk to to because you kind of know that you have to be consistent and you have a nice thing going so do you mm-hmm. feel almost like trapped in a way or how do you kind of like find time to, to disconnect i mean i feel fine about it now i think that it's uh it's definitely something that people are concerned about and i was but every time i see people taking breaks they usually come back a little bigger um so you know as long as you're doing something on like if you take a two-week break on twitch it's fine but you should probably be uploading youtube videos that you've set up for that two-week break um that way there's not nothing and you're not disappeared off the planet and even if you are disappeared off the planet usually you can come back from that too so right um i don't see it as a big problem uh the biggest youtuber in the world pewdiepie takes a month break every year and doesn't really hurt his status so um yeah, I don't think it's it's a big deal as long as you have something big for when you come back. You know, right. you got to come back and have something that people are excited for. You can't just come back and do it as usual. 
For sure. Makes, yeah, I agree with that. And, and what, uh, what platform uh, socially with Twitter, Instagram, like what do you enjoy the most to kind of keep people updated and, and where should people here watching? What, what's a good place for them to, to follow along? Oh, I'm terrible. I'm, I, I barely post on Instagram and my Twitter. I don't post too often either, but um, usually if I'm going to keep an update, it's probably just in a YouTube video. Cause I upload daily. I mean, that's the one thing that even if I take a day off Twitch, I've haven't taken a day off YouTube in 500 days, I think, or something. Absolutely. And, and in terms of sponsorship and, and deals, and you mentioned you've done some collaborations with poker. Uh, what are the chances we could get, get you, uh, you know, patched up with party or would you have any interest coming to a live event Bahamas when the live stuff goes, would you like to play a live poker tournament? Like let's, uh, yeah. What, 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 what interests you in the poker world? Like, do you want to play the main event? Do you want to go to travel the world at all? Like what, what would be fun for you with poker? Oh, I for sure would, uh, love to, I mean, I just like playing poker. So, you know, I definitely want to do the main event, um, at some point when I think that that's like, you know, something that's probably next year or maybe this summer, hopefully, right. um, with my roommate, cause slime also loves playing poker as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm really down for anything. Uh, but the main event is the one thing that we've definitely talked about and we'll do at some point. That, that would be a fun, that would be a fun uh, vlog or kind of like series yeah. YouTube videos with that, but you would be, you know, it's like a week or I mean, if you go deep, it can be up to a week long. So it's pretty, it's a pretty big grind. Oh, and we're going deep, Jeff. I mean, right. You're going to come I, rested, do your ice bath, be up, not miss a hand. Yeah. All that. I get it. I would tell you a part of my stakes here, but I just, it might be too expensive for you. It's just, we're going all the way. This, we're going for like at least top three here. So I, you're going top three. Wow. That's a, good <laughs> That's a yeah. I, love, I love the confidence. And what is, have you studied at all? You talk to people. What is your poker experience? Like, have do you, you know, sure. what, what have you done any actual work on your game? Yeah, I've done a good amount, but not since I was in college. I think that most of my knowledge comes from watching and absorbing poker content. Uh, I never had like a structured coach or anything, but I've definitely improved since I started. Uh, you know, when I started in that poker group online, I, I went down 2000 really fast. And then since then, I went up like maybe like 15,000 in that group. And, th- and that's like what really taught me. And, uh, and yeah, I, you know, I think it was great. That group of guys, um, Jamie, Matt, Kevin, um, in, in Canada who were, they started such small stakes there, yep. um, that it was like, like, it's fun to watch Jay Carver drop 10 K, but I don't think I learned much right. when he plays, you know, whatever seven card Omaha stud yeah, on mixed games. You yeah. Know? And you know, I respect his way of, you know, he's a, he's a good buddy of mine. He, he did the running up Reno's and then obviously COVID happened and like the meetup, it was kind of like where everyone on Twitch and poker would come meet up. And uh, it, it's a, uh, it's, he, he's like goes with a really focused stream with like one table. He hits the Twitch chat. Yeah. Well, one table, you know, I like to play a lot of tables. A lot of these guys play a lot of tables. I find it's a little hard to follow too. If you're watching poker and you're playing like four, it six can tables. be for sure. It's a bit overwhelming. Um, I, I watched so much Kevin though. Cause he was such small stakes and he had right. such an emphasis on improving yep. that I, that I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've, I've learned a good amount. I think that I can take down most games with casuals. Uh, I feel pretty good about my odds. Um, most of the time I feel like I have a, an upper hand. Right. That's, I mean, you probably do. It's, you know, poker is one of those games. You really, if a little bit of work and effort and studying and understanding, you can, you can go a long way. Kevin, actually, we did the stream house in Montreal for a week. That was, that was a lot of fun because we did a charity week long stream and 
Jamie got woken up every time uh, we, for a hundred dollars, he would get woken up no matter what. So like someone donate a hundred and it'd be like 5 a.m. And one of the guys on their shift would come and just like jump on him and bring him down. And, and it, I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fun, man. I miss, I miss those times. I was, uh, it, it, like I said before, wife, kids, you know, streaming's easier. Once you have wife and kids and all that, it's, uh, you got a life, man. It's, it's different. It's definitely different out there. Um, well, let's, uh, let's hit some questions. Cause I know you're on a, you're on a, uh, you know, sure. you got things going on, man. You're on a schedule. This isn't a three hour, just, you know, t- whatever we gotta, we gotta dial in here and someone's winning a hundred dollars in BTC, which is nice. Cause that could be, you know, BTC has been hot. So let's, uh, let's get a, some questions in here. Uh, funniest moment on stream. What's your, what was something that stands out for you? There's just like something funniest. ridiculous happened. Most I would say, um, the, one of my favorite, it's not even on stream, honestly, the, but the thing that comes to mind is, uh, I made a video where I would donate to streamers, uh, with TTS and I would advertise this, uh, merch company I made on the spot. I just I totally made it up. It wasn't my actual merch company. And I wanted to see if I could get sales and, uh, and it worked so shockingly well. I had like uh, hundreds of visitors to my website that I had made an hour before. Okay. Uh, and I was just shocked at how well it worked. And, uh, and yeah, that, uh, it was maybe not the funniest, but definitely, uh, is the most memorable. And, uh, do you, do you enjoy when you get, when you do the advertisements, is that something that you're doing more less of? Do you have a lot of, uh, do you do, do you have like set, do you have set sponsors at the moment or do you do more yeah. like kind of one-offs and stuff? What are some brands you work with uh, that, that people would. I have a few set ones, uh, with like Nord, um, crunchy roll, um, ACR, we do a lot. I'm um, doing some stuff with uh, um, Kool Aid and um, and now Slim Jim. I think are mm. that's pretty much it at the moment. Very cool. Yeah, those are definitely some some uh, big big brands. And we got a question here. These guys want to know about Pain Man. How much have you won or lost on Pokemon cards? And you mentioned your friends were the ones investing. You got the content, which is brilliant. That's a, that seems like a nice way to do it. Uh, anyone anyone there won big or lost big on those? Well, Pokemon. Uh, the thing is with Pokemon cards, it's like, how, how do you win big? You you win big when you get to see the cards. That's the big win. Uh, but look, I, I don't know. I've never sold it and I haven't get, gotten any graded yet. So there's no actual achieved value. I will say I've spent about $100,000 though. Wow. So on the actual achieved value, no clue. Cause I haven't sold any. So the answer is zero at the moment. The it's PSA just sold for 700 million recently. And they're uh, yeah. it's about 10 months to get, to get your cards graded uh, mm-hmm. back up. Unless, you know, you spend 75 to hundred per one card. I think it's three to four weeks, but fascinating industry. It really is. Uh, it's crazy yeah. to see this. Uh, some of, some of, some of the wealth people found, I'm sure. And so like, so there must be some, some great stories on people that like go and dig it, dig out some old cards and, and pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. Let's uh, Craig Leonard here asking, has COVID pandemic helped or hindered your streaming career? And, uh, you know, just, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's Craig, it how's it going? Well, it helped. It helped a lot. I think every streamer was helped by COVID. It's the number one uh, most growing industry during COVID. It grew a lot. Uh, so if you look at the numbers from Twitch, I mean, I'll say I'll say it. I'll keep it a buck. Twitch wasn't doing dog shit to grow their platform. And then uh, they had double their biggest month ever. Uh, early 2020, just because of COVID, they didn't do anything. More people were just online, and uh, and so the the site blew up. And it's definitely why I blew up. I would not be at um 20k average if I had not gone through COVID. It's just a fact, right? Yeah, but it happened one day, just not as soon as it did. 
Yeah, it's it's you know it's uh, people. This question comes up a lot, and then in general, people with poker uh, playing as well. It's gotten more po- online poker's gotten more popular. It's kind of like a weird thing, right? Because it's like, all right, well, this is a terrible thing overall. It's yeah. like affecting people's lives, but like you know, when you're asking specifically on what you're doing and what you're working on, and how does the platform um, respond? I mean, yeah, it's it's just one of the few things I think in the world, or, or few industries where it actually was uh, you know really impactful in a in a positive way, at least in yeah. the the streamer or the, you know, Twitch's perspective. Uh, we got Austin, I think Austin Snyder here, who is, I believe in the the chat live as well. He's asking what are the biggest keys to live streaming and content creation and how much of an investment does it take to grow and become profitable? Uh, not much like a blue Yeti, a C920 and a functioning computer, maybe 700 all in if you don't have a computer yet, but imaginably most people do at this point in their lives. Um, especially if you're working or doing school from home, even a laptop can work. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's kind of the bare bones. You could probably do it cheaper than that too. That's just what I used when I started. Do, do you remember your first, first stream and were you nervous? Like, yeah. kind of like, was it like, did you, how many, and did you have like a few people like you threw out to your friends, your family? I had done um, commentary for super smash brothers melee. So I had like a thousand followers on Twitter. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so I had about, you know, classy three viewers and uh, and I tweeted it out, so I would have like a rolling number of friends and different people in the scene come through. And I think that's a big lesson too that I took away is uh, if you're gonna stream, uh, you got to be proud of it, and you have to be willing to show it to your friends and family. And if you're not, then why are you trying to show it to me? I mean, that's that's rude in a way. And 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 when you graduate college, you get out of Arizona State, cum laude, I believe. I saw that sounds fancy. Cum laude, three point four average and above. That's right, Jeff. That's beautiful. Listen, I, I got to say it. I couldn't say it right, but it sounded fancy. I've heard the term. I know it's good. So you graduated. You didn't just skate by. You were in there. You, you put some yeah. stuff and you made it. You made it through. So you're there. You get out of college. You're, you're kind of in the world of Twitch a little or whatever. How, how did that conversation go with your parents? Or is it kind of like you're you're young? You're still, I mean, you're not even, tw- you're 25. So are you in just exploratory land? Whatever goes, your parents like, you need to get a job. Are you like, no, I'm going to try Twitch. How did that kind of conversation go? Well, it was, uh, it was, it was part-time, right? I always had a job during this, except for one period where I was laid off. But uh, when I got a job again, um, I was just doing Twitch on the side. And at the point where I um, I went full-time, it wasn't really even a decision. I was laid off from the job that I had again. So I, uh, I, I was let go and I just told my mom I was going to do Twitch because she knew I told her like how it worked. And I had about a thousand subs at the time. And that's enough. That's enough to pay the bills. And she didn't really get why people paid to sub. And I was like, shit, I don't know either, but we're going to roll with it. I'm not asking them, you know, I'm just doing yeah. what I like and they do what they like. And then mm-hmm. it goes. And I actually saw a note that you were one of the top eight uh, most subscribed channels on, on Twitch, which is, you know, again, not, so, yeah. yeah, that's pretty, that's a nice, that's a top 10 list you want to be on for sure. So that's uh congrats yeah. on that. And that's, uh, that's exciting. So um, you, uh, you are, wow, we got, man, there's more questions. People, you know, BTC, I, I was going to give it a hundred dollar party poker ticket, but not everyone can play party poker. I felt like we had to go with BTC today, guys. So everyone's eligible. Uh, and uh, someone's telling a bad beat. Not going to read that one. Oh yeah. Well, actor. I got you down as an actor. What is, uh, <laughs> what, what is that? I think that, that is a bold statement. I, I've, uh, I've done a few commercials or sketches with beyond the summit actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's mostly because, um, uh, pretty face and no one else really wanted to do the job. Uh, and so that's, that's really where the acting has come through and I've done a couple commercials outside of them as well, but um, never a, 
uh, like a SAG acting guild thing. If anything, uh, the only way I know how to act is acting for like a sketch comedy club. Oh yeah. And tell me about you. You actually went and did the impromptu or com- comedy club at, in college. Yeah. Was that a, uh, what, what made you go do that? Cause that's pretty cool. I know that's not, um, you know, it, it takes, you have some balls to go up there and you know, it's kind of awkward and you don't know what's going to happen. And it's just always, uh, I, I respect yeah. people go and do that. So that like, that's pretty cool. How, how was that experience? Well, I wanted to do acapella and I didn't get into a club and then I wanted to do comedy and I didn't get into a club. And then this random guy named Forbes is making his own and I joined it and it actually turned out to be pretty successful. And, and so is that something do you still do? You, when's the last time you've done that? Like, do you, do you like was zero? That zero. I haven't done it since, but that's the thing. I mean, that's what I think streaming is. I think it's a very similar outlet in a lot of ways. And you also were in a school play legally blonde. You played Warner. Is that correct? Yeah, I is- did play Warner and legally blonde. How is- Look, I love the stage. I love the stage. I crushed it. And, uh, and it was, it was definitely weird for me because my group of friends were much more the sporty type. Right. So, you know, for me to go the choir route, especially late in high school, like junior year was a uh, weird, but after seeing it, everyone kind of liked it. And, uh, the reception was pretty uh, warm. That's cool. I've, uh, yeah, that, that sounds like a, it's not, I never did the school play stuff, but again, like you said, it's not, it's not necessarily the jock approved uh yeah. you know, path so like if you kind of dip in there and then have fun and make, make make it cool that's good i did it and all of my jock friends were like damn i want to do a musical now <laughs> right yeah no uh, i mean if you do it right like it's sort of risk reward like i feel like it's kind of it could be you know if it, if it turns out well you do a good job or the play is good yeah. and it's exciting then you know that's uh yeah people are trying to trying to get in the next year of that uh longest stream you ever done what's the most time you've been live for one session roughly 18 hours i think i know that it was my birthday two years ago and uh haven't really come close. I think I did a 16, but I'm bad at it. I'm really bad. And then halfway through, I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this? I could just go to sleep and do two 12-hour streams, which will be more successful because I won't be streaming at the dead of night rather than doing this one 24-hour stream, which will have less average viewers overall. So I, I get mad halfway through. Yeah, that's it's one of those things where it just uh, – I, I, I get separation anxiety too, and I leave. like When I'm in the zone, I don't want to stop, but it just yeah. – it doesn't work out better. It's similar to poker. You play a 24 hour session, you know, you're, you're messed up after that. You're not, it yeah. takes a while to recover your energy, all that. So, uh, yeah, cool. That's a nice, that's a nice run. Um, when did you actually start making videos on YouTube? Did you, were you doing your own or did you immediately get an editor or, or did you just decide one day, all right, I should have this and, and yeah. turn on. I wanted to do it. I think I edited maybe a couple videos, but pretty early on, I found uh shake drizzle who's been my editor since. Um, and it was maybe, uh, I would say nine months into streaming, nine, 10 months into streaming is when I started doing YouTube. And a lot of questions about biggest score. Do you have a, did you, did you ever play live at casinos or in Arizona state? Did you ever go up to uh what's the one there? Talking stick. Did you ever go play live? Yeah, I definitely went to talking sticks a bit and uh, we definitely have gone to Vegas a bit. Um, I don't know like if I have a live game that stands out um, probably playing terribly actually at one of my first I'll tell one of my worst wins how about that because I, I remember that more vividly it was at talking sticks and I went with a hundred dollars Jeff and I thought I need more money to play poker so I'm going to play blackjack because I've been winning in blackjack I've just turned 21 here and I was like I'll just win in blackjack and then play poker and then miraculously I won like 300 in blackjack and I went to play poker I bought in it was like a weird one three limit table and, uh, and I didn't really know the etiquette live cause I'd only really played a bit online. Right. And, uh, and so I'm in it and it's limit. And so I'm just, 
uh, folding, folding, and I get jacks, and I'm feeling good. Right. I'm it's like, solid, I'm solid. like solid, solid. And so I, and I, I put out max and, you know, it's only like, I think like eight bucks. And then after the flop, it's like 24, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, 32. And, um, and it's just, it ends up being me and another guy after the flop. And, uh, and we're max betting. He's calling max betting. He's calling. I think jacks are the highest cards on the table. Uh, there's nothing above. Um, and the dealer points to me after the river and I flip over my jacks. And then he says, no, it was your turn to bet. And I'm like, Oh, mm. so I pull it back. And then I just check the weakest check of all time. This guy just shoves in max bet 32. And by all accounts, this should be a call based off of how much I'm pot committed, yada, yada, yada. It's already a good hand, but I fold. I'm like, he saw what I had. This guy would wow. not bet. He took me to the next level and bet because he thought, you knew it. How could he bet when he knows what I have? Jeff, he flipped over his hand. He had jack shit. No, you had jacks full or you had good jacks. I had, had, jack had overpair. Yeah, I had, I, I had a pocket pair that was higher than anything on the board. He had literally nothing. And, uh, and, and, and I lost and, and, uh, and I very respectfully let the blinds come around two more times and then left the table. Wow. Wow. So that's my worst play ever. It, ho- limit hold them. It's so, it's so like boring or slow compared to no limit hold them. But I, that's how I started my, myself and it, it's still exciting. Like when you're in there, it's a casino and you know, you're playing for real money and, and, uh, but that, that's a tough, that's a I've tough never story. Again, and I never will. What about PLO? Do you like Palom and Omaha, the four card I game? Do. I think Omaha's fun as fuck, but yeah. that is at that point just degenerate for me because I have no idea what's going on. That's a that's a that's a that's a different game for sure. Definitely take it slow, one game at a time. You tell me. Listen, I'm not. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not gonna cut you off. I'm gonna keep taking questions, and you tell me. It's oh, like you're good. You're good for a bit. Yeah, for All sure. Right, we're uh, we're we're in the zone. I feel like there's some good questions being asked. So let's from the from the Twitter. Uh, Twitter world. Um, right, biggest next goal. We already covered this guys. He, he did touch about goals. People are asking how you are. Uh, let's see. Um, would you, uh, what's more important if you love or a career? Well, interesting question. I mean, kind of deep, but like, do you, I guess I'll just take it different way. How do you find balance your relationship, your friends? You mentioned earlier that one of the first things with, you know, do among us and the friends and it's like, it's getting, you know, to do this, you got to make some cuts and adjustments. If you want to stream, how do you kind of find uh, balance with, with your personal life, streaming family? Otherwise, do you, do you have a good trick for that? Or do you just, you know, how no, do you do I don't think I'm particularly good at it. I think I really struggled early on, especially with just communicating with loved ones. Like if they'd right. send me a text and I think I'm still not great at it, but it's something I put uh, effort into. And I think that's the idea is I have to put very specific effort into this to make sure that I get better at it. Right. And, and I, and I think it's also hard probably for people to understand too. Like when you stream, it's a lot of time, it's not just streaming, you know, you get, you finish, there's, you got to catch up on stuff. You got moderators, you got notes, you got, you got giveaways or you got whatever you have. You have, there's like planning new emails and it's like, it's it just, it's a lot. Right. And then when you're done streaming, maybe your family or your friends are, you know, your, your parents, so you want to, they're asleep or like, and then your schedule, you wake up, you got to get going. So yeah, it can, it can easily get kind of uh, the balance can get, I think, thrown off very quickly yeah. if you're not aware of it so um yeah i mean i can definitely relate on that uh have you what about travel some of your favorite places in the world we got my man who always wants to know if you bet you have you ever been to argentina let's ask about that specifically but then no. tell me about world travel i've never been in argentina but i've seen it on GeoGuessr a lot and that place is fucking huge um i've traveled to um i mean the place that i like the most is probably france because i have family in france so i go there a lot 
uh, and I get to experience it less like a tourist because I'm with my family there who are French. So, right. uh, yeah, I really like going to France. That's probably the number one. But I want to go to like Japan or somewhere in Asia. I haven't been yet. What What about Brazil or any other places in the world? Like, it's, Have you traveled? What's the coolest place you've been? Most fun place. The coolest place? I don't know if I've ever been anywhere especially cool. I've, I've been a lot, mostly just to Europe, because when I traveled as a kid um, up to 18, I would say it was always to see family. And that's Sweden or France. Right. Uh, and there would be no reason to travel anywhere else because then we wouldn't get to see family that year. Right. So, um, you know, I went to Stoke on Trent and I can't recommend it more in the UK. Stoke. OK. I'm not Stoke on Trent. Interesting. I tell you, it's a little small town, but you'll love it. Interesting. And uh, I, you grew up in New Hampshire. What, what was that like? Was it a small town or big town in New Hampshire? I mean, New uh, New tiny, man. New Hampshire is like a population less than the population of Phoenix. It's uh, so it's like a little over a million. But you know, I grew up in near the south of it, which I'm happy because it's definitely more industrial than the north. Um, closer to Boston. We have some cities like Nashua or whatever, but uh, it was nice. It was fun. It was good. I enjoyed it. And, and and maybe we got maybe we might be on to something here. Maybe we're slime. He might if he's watching, he may be uh, getting scared. But what do you think about like a a tour, like a world tour where you do a year, go YouTube and travel the world, or just that it wouldn't make sense because it's like actually brought an idea up to me. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, but I think tours have been done, and everyone who's done one swears it off and will never do it again because I think it is probably just so mentally and physically exhausting, and I don't know if it's the reward is good enough, you know, because not only are you mentally and physically exhausted from traveling around, like David Dobrik did a tour and he said he'd never do one again. Um, but also you're not working on your YouTube or Twitch really because you're on tour and it's right. not very easy to access streaming setups and all that. So, right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's the best. It's tough, right? Like it, it's, it's weird. Cause we're, we live in 2020 plus here, 2021. It's like, feels like there should just be Wi-Fi, and you could just walk around and be able to like upload. But you know, I know the gun run, I don't know if you're familiar with him or have heard of him yeah. on yeah legend on Twitch and just what he's done. And he's made some cool backpacks and Annie Milanakis. And some of these guys have done some of these in Tokyo or Japan yeah. in particular, you can do it, but a lot of parts of the world, you know, you're just not going to be able to really be live. And it's a, it's a different, uh, kind of a different, different vibes. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, not doesn't make sense uh, at the, at the moment for you. Um, I think that I, I asked you about your, your best poker memory. You mentioned this limit. Well, kind of worst story. Do you, do you have a score? You, some of these ones you've done on Twitch are more like turn, like they're, they're streaming. Yeah. What, what prize have you won? Probably the biggest, but I, I don't know if I count them necessarily because it's only nine people usually. And they're all um, streamers who are sponsored to be there. So it's, it's a free buy-in. So, you know, it's not a free roll pretty much for, so I've won it. I've won it like probably four or five times and it's 2k every time. Um, so that's my biggest win for sure, but it's not a, a conventional tournament by any means. Right. right. Well, that's, I mean, Hey, listen, 2k two that that's a lot of Pokemon cards. You know, that's, that's not bad. 2k at sure. a time that adds up favorite food. I fuck heavy with, I used to always say lasagna and then I realized I hadn't had it in such a long time, yeah. but I'm really on a Sukumin, uh kick right now. Not I like what is that? It's like ramen. Uh, no, sorry. You've never heard of Sukumin? No, oh, no. I, Sukumin. I, Jeff. <laughs> Guys, can someone live, whoever's here live right now, please back me up, man. I can't, if don't put me out, out on there. Don't put me in that. No, it's a, it's a ramen with dipping. It's basically ramen, but you dip it into the broth. So rather than like, you know how ramen it's already in there and all mixed together. 
mm-hmm. like a different broth that feels like a little stronger. And then you dip the, the ramen of uh, the noodles into the broth. And I no. felt it a lot. I've never, I've never, never heard that. Interesting. Ramen, of course, man. Ramen. I remember beef, chicken, ramen growing up. I, I love college. Like that was yeah, made me happy. That was a very affordable. I'm putting it in see if anyone's heard of that. I have not heard of that. So, okay. That, that might, is that easy for streaming? Like what do you eat when you're streaming something quick? A snack? Uh, I hate eating on stream, but I'll try to eat like a quick thing or two, like a sandwich. Oh, like, so when you have a, an eight, 10, 12 hour stream, whatever, do you take a break? Cause poker, we get a break every hour, five minutes, you know, run, I'll wolf something down, have a snack every couple. What do you, do you just go straight? Do you go use a re- How often are you taking breaks? Uh, my average streams are like six hours and I try not to eat during it. But if I do, I mean, I'll just eat a quick snack or something. Maybe I'll order like a burger or whatever, something easy. Wow. People are saying they're literally eating it right now, what you were talking about. So I guess I'm, I'm on the, I learned something new. I have not heard of that Sukumin. Um, someone asked, when did you buy your first BTC? I guess I kind of touched on this, but what, what do you think of the, about cryptocurrency in general? Are you a believer or non-believer, whatever? Where- I have only money in Dogecoin for the meme, um, but I don't really consider myself a believer or non-believer. It's just that I'll never put the time or the effort into learning that. Uh, Cause I think that's, you know, it's very, it's requires a lot of knowledge and probably isn't something that, um, you know, I'll try to, beat right. get money on you know makes makes perfect sense what's the hardest part about having such a large number of people in the chat on your streams too many subs um you know too much advertiser money <laughs> well where does the list start no it's uh it's it's just maybe that i don't have the same relationship with some of the chat that i used to have you know like a like a guy sub for two years and I did not recognize the name at all. And that, uh, and that's, you know, I think a little bit sad because I used to know most, if not all my subs, mm-hmm. but, um, but in general, I like to think I have always had this motto where I've streamed for one as I would for like 10,000. So my right. streams, I don't think, uh, I feel that they're too much different. Um, but definitely some aspects have changed. Let me, what, what ratio or, you know, like now, so it starts out when you're early streaming you know, and you start off and you call out everyone who follows, right? It's like, people, yeah. you don't have many, so like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Everything kind of keeps going. At what point, like, was it, you know, cause you can't call out people are subbing the primes, things are rolling through, right? Well, I don't know what your average, uh, you know, let's say in the last few months per day in subs, but you're not calling out. Like it's not, it's not that point where you're like, Hey, thanks this guy for subbing that guy for subbing. So how do you do that? Or do you just randomly like call a few out? Do you, it's like donations. Like how do you, or do you just not like when you're talking, are you even acknowledging that stuff at all in the chat? Or are you just doing your show and they're kind of there and you'll look at it quite. I, have like, I went in yeah. the chat the other day. I subbed and I was like, Hey man, looking forward to the pod. And I, I couldn't even, I couldn't find my message. So I was like, oh, he's not even going to see this. I thank you later. You just weren't there for it. It was actually such a big thank you for sure. It was No, so I, I have, I think like if I'm doing something like a, like if I'm recording something for YouTube, right. I, I won't interrupt it for a, a like a sub. Uh, and I think that that's better. Cause like if I'm watching and you know, there's 20,000 people and one person sub, then the other 19,999 probably don't want to spend the uh, five, 10 minutes of listening to me thanking people, even if that's maybe the right thing to do. So like at the start of the stream, I'll try to thank every single person. Uh, and then every two hours when a hype train comes, I'll usually do like a call out for primes and then I'll thank every person. Um, but like, I'll have basically a section where I'll thank. And then when it's not in that section, I won't because I, I just don't want it to get in the way of the content, which I think is why people are subbing in the first place. And you know, if the content just becomes thanking people, they probably wouldn't have subbed at all. 
That's no, it makes a great point. And, but at some point though, you were calling falls, calling like subs, right? Like when it was, when it was not that. Yeah, for sure. Becomes like, you know, and how do you, how do you, um, to tag onto that question, what about interactions? And at some point like YouTube and comments. And I remember when I started my YouTube channel, I was going through hitting the heart on every comment, try to reply. And then at some point you just, Hey, there's only so much time to stream, do this and that. Like, do you, do you look at any of that? Do you ever watch or say hi? Or it's just kind of like, not like, do you ever Uh, occasionally, but like when it's naturally, I don't like specifically do it because like, Oh, this would be good. Um, it's like, Oh, I wonder what people are saying. And then I'll check. Uh, And that happens maybe once every few videos, but uh, pretty rarely do I put the time into it to like respond to people um, just because it's I do that live on Twitch and I talk to Chad there. Absolutely. Um, profession. Uh, well, well, let's take this direction. on the question. What profession is it in which you project the most as a person? I, I'm not really I, I get the question, but I'm just going to say, let's take it as what would you be doing if you weren't s- streaming on Twitch? What do you think you'd be doing in the world? Like, as oh, a- I want it to be a late night talk show host. That was my goal going into college. So I think it's pretty close. Um, you know, it's, it's more so. I mean, if you look at the numbers and stuff, like I wonder what uh, tonight shows and, you know, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't watch TV really. So like Conan mm-hmm. or whatever it is, like, I, you know, I you know numbers anymore. It's concurrence and stuff. It's pretty crazy. It's got to be got to be oh, well, they get a couple mil for sure. So I think uh, I got a ways to go, but they definitely don't have my sub count because they don't yeah. have subs on NBC. But we'll so, take that. We'll take what yeah. we can. You got to take something somewhere. I love that. That's, that's beautiful. That's a uh, top eight on Twitch. I don't even know. I got it. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounds, it sounds like a good thing to be in that, that uh, top 10. Um, we got, let's take a few more and then listen. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I'm not going to quit you. So you kind of got to cue me out, man. I'm just going to classy two more classy. Okay. Argent, a lot of Argentina fans. I don't know if you noticed this. There's a lot of people really trying to get you to hone in on Argentina here. Argentina. Yeah. They're, they're in here, man. Um, sure. Uh, okay. I, we kind of hit on this, but I do like it. And I, I guess let's just go back to this kind of this subject, like what got you started on streaming and what is your advice for people who want to make leap? So uh, let's, let's hone on the first part. What got you, like, who did you see or what actually spurred you to, to, to like take that step to start? What was your, what was the key moment for you? So uh, the key moment is actually my roommate slime again, um, who yeah, had a podcast. I got him on this guy's like a yeah, fucking right. legend. What a name slime too. It's beautiful. He, uh, he had a podcast that he did on Twitch and, um, this is when I'm right out of college. And my first thought was like, I need to find a comedy club to keep doing this comedy thing. And he just had a podcast and he just ran it. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, I was like, well, okay. Yeah, I guess I can just do a Twitch stream. Cause I've always watched them, but I was like, oh, I can't do it for X, Y, Z reason. And he just said, you know, fuck it. I'll just do it. What's and so I, slime? It, it's slime, uh, IRL, some IRL. Okay. Yeah. That's him. Nice. So he did it. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I can just do it too. And so I just did a, instead of a podcast, I just did my own stream and, uh, and then it worked out. Very, very, very cool. It's funny. Isn't it funny? Like the butterfly effect or whatever sliding doors, these type of things where one little decision or moment or introduction can just kind of change everything and it, it, right place, right time, right? You're just kind of in the right, right, right yeah. genre, right uh, spot. What, what do, you, do you know about Burning Man? Have you ever been? Any thoughts on it? Burning Man. Yeah. I think that one of my powers as a streamer is the fact that I am a homebody uh, in a lot of ways, because if you want to adventure the world and, be an outdoorsman streaming will as long as you're not an IRL streamer will make you uh, hate yourself. So I, I've never been to a burning man or a Coachella. Um, you know, I, 
I went to some parties definitely at ASU, but I don't think I lived it up as uh, most of the undergrads did even. So, um, you know, I, uh, yeah, I have not been to Burning Man uh, or Coachella. Definitely at some point I'll have to because, you know, you got to do these things in life, but not yet. Uh, the Burning Man, I'll, I mean, I'm biased because I, I met my wife there walking by in the middle of the desert and she was from Brazil. And now, you know, we got a baby and it's kind of wild because I was like single for eight years, just roaming around. And then next thing you know, I was uh, it was game over. But I would I would highly recommend it. It's way different than any festival or whatever. It's it's a it's a it's a it's something you got to do, man. You, you'll love yeah. it. It's like a, it's just it's just that unique. But um, all right. Last question, then, guys, I'm going to take this here right now. I just copied the link. So someone's going to be eligible for a hundred dollars in Bitcoin. I will send you, um, if you are one of the persons selected, we're going to go over here. I'll start loading it up and I'll let you choose. So this is a fancy little giveaway tool from grid gaming. So we'll copy this. How do you do your giveaways? Like, uh, what's your normal, do you do any, like, do you do a rant when you, is there a tool like tweet picker or something or what do you use? I honestly don't know. I don't, I don't usually do a Twitter one. Um, but yeah, I'll use a site like this. Usually I don't have one that comes off the top though. Okay. But you, so what, what are, what are some of the, when you do giveaways, what is like kind of, you give away sponsors, give away stuff to give away tickets. Like what is, uh, the only giveaways I've done are like when it was really popular to give away an animal crossing Nintendo switch. And that was for just juicy, juicy followers. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and, uh, yeah, I saw you were saying the Nintendo that, Oh, actually I got, I'm just going to take the last question here. Sorry. All right. I got to ask about um, I got to ask about esports and what and what's going on and what like you know do you believe in five ten years it's not going to be the Dallas Cowboys Manchester United esports are going to take you know be like wow this guy owns esports this guy's on this team and the contracts and what's going on like what is your feeling on esports as a whole do you believe it's just like infancy it's the real deal do you think it's it doesn't it's not going to work like in the long yeah. term what's your kind of outlook on esports oh i would say no shot in five to ten years but i think it'll definitely grow um and i think that right now the main problem is that people think it's going to grow and so they are trying to get it to grow too fast and uh they're trying to like localize it and uh and do a lot of things to it to make it like conventional sports because it's conventional sports that are buying in that just don't really make a lot of sense, I think. So, yeah, I think esports is 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 hype. I think it'll get bigger. I just don't think it'll get bigger at the rate people think it will. Right. Yeah, it's a, that's a really sort of exactly what I think. The amount of money it costs to get an Overwatch team, it is absurd. It is it is it is eight figures. Yeah. That yeah. is too much money. Overwatch does not get more viewers than XQC and XQC is not making eight figures, uh, you know, for, uh, for one of his things. It doesn't make much sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with that. I guess you're just, you know, it's again, it's gambling at some degree. You just start, you start, uh, start listening to the, you know, you start listening or you start, you start predicting what, you know, you're looking ahead yeah. and what they believe, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a little bit longer for that type of stuff. All right. Well, we're going to wind down here. I did copy this. I'm loading it up. I'm going to let you tell me when to pick it. Let me just load up a lot sure. of people in here and then we're going to give a hundred dollars courtesy of Ludwig and myself. We're going to go do that and give you guys, well, we're going to, we're going to rip it. I'm going to ship someone a hundred. So let's uh, load it up. And then you just tell me when to, to click, choose a winner. All right. All right. Now. Right then, so here it is. Well, a little delay now. It's it's drawing. This is a hundred in BTC. I hope they don't spend it. Look at this guy, sneaky deuces. I love it. it's a 
poker name, man. So we got the sneaky deuces. You got a hundred dollars in BTC coming and I appreciate your time, man. Thank you very much. Hope we get to do this again. You're legend. I'll be checking out your stream later. Try to, you know, you need a, you need a, a tracker on that. When I, when I say hello, I want you to try to find it in that, that, that forest of, of chaos. So I'm going to come <laughs> say what's up, man. And, and thank all you. Right. It's great to get to know you and all the best, man. Thank you. Will do. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, guys, that's number 117 in the books. Absolute crusher on Twitch all across the board. Give him a follow and say hello uh, on his stream. He'll be on later today. And we have got Chris Moneymaker. That is going to be number 118 on Friday uh, afternoon, I believe Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, and some big podcasts lined up next week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I definitely learned some new stuff, uh, and it's not my my uh, specific world on some of those games and things he's doing, but it's just amazing to see. You, know, you can see within two years, uh, Ludwig, or I guess Ludwig, uh, it's Ludwig, he is just killing the game. Over 20,000 concurrence and, and, and just blowing up on his content and channels, and really, you can tell, great personality, a lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much. Congrats to the winner. I'm going to message Sneaky Deuces right now for that $100 in BTC. And uh, cheers, everyone. Appreciate you very much. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.